Sir Ryan, you are a true friend of the star. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Pauline, you are an even truer friend of the star. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What? <clears throat> what is that? This is a nine-shot rack purchased at Memory Fireworks that I've been really into lately. So, so dilly dilly? <laughs> right? Please follow Sir Dino. He's going to give you a private tour of the Pit of Misery. Uh, I'm, so I'm sorry, what? Pit of Misery! Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly! Here's to friends you can always count on. Star Fireworks, chosen to be America's best fireworks. From Fargo, North Dakota, the home of Star Fireworks, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. This very special pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. Fire? It's my favorite Fire. line. Fire. That's an oldie but a goodie. The yeah, old, I like that one. Dilly dilly. dilly. Yes, exactly. We got the, even had the uh, <clears throat> the people from China saying dilly yeah. dilly. Dilly China. dilly. Yeah. There you go. It took me a long time and a lot of drinks to get them to do that. <laughs> Did they just not understand dilly dilly? They kept saying like, dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> That's her tongue. They can't. It's, there you, you go. Know, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, when when in Rome or when in China, do as the yeah. Chinese do. <clears throat> so today is uh, the 30th. Wow. Right. Today is uh, where it's 2021. Almost. It's June 30th. Almost the 4th of July. Um, let's just go right into uh, a pyro purge. I'm Ron the banker. Johnny Star. Johnny Star. Star fireworks. Yes. Absolutely. So uh, well, we have our little walkie talkies there. All right. Turn those off. Um, you know, it's been a tough year. It's been well documented how bad things are with the, with the shipping issues. And, uh, we, we talked extensively about Long Beach and, and all the stuff there and, and what's going on. Um, I'm trying to, trying to think back. I mean, I've been doing this with you for 15, 16 years. I don't even know how many years. Um, can you remember a year as difficult as this one? No, I think this one, um, this one really takes the cake. <laughs> I, well, you know, it was, uh, I don't know, a very difficult year. It was a difficult year from the get-go. I mean, last yeah. year was uh, racing around and, and rushing and, um, you know, late containers coming in, but nothing like this. And then uh, it was even worse for, the, uh, for a lot of people in the Christmas season. They didn't get their containers then. Uh, yeah, prices went up, raw materials are going up, our dollars weakening, so there's just so many things. Um, right. And, you know, you look around the store, and you know what kind of money it's going to take me to replace? Because that store has been, like, stocked pretty much, you know, and a lot of carryover, and you stock it again. But you're looking at uh, masses of amounts of money to stock and, you know, rebuild that 
that uh, that stock up. You the know. inventory? <laughs> yeah, the inventory. You mean in your retail store here? Yeah, in the retail store and the it, wholesale. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, you already had that stuff purchased. It just didn't didn't show up. No, a lot of it was there, but I mean, now we have to rebuild it all. You know, before yeah. we carry over so much, and you just add to it. But now we're going to have to really. Uh, will Will you do anything different when you rebuild it? Are you going to do a different like? different stocking system or whatever or you're just I mean that's one thing I notice about you is you're, you're always adapting you're you're gonna you take things you know as they come I mean yesterday you had two containers in here I think you guys had them unloaded in record time oh yeah and yeah. you know um so and, and then the stuff was I mean we you actually had guys who are custom wholesale customers of yours Literally sleep in the parking lot overnight. Yeah, they're doing it again tonight. Are they really? Yeah, they're, they're out there tonight. They're wait, It's like waiting for the Rolling Stones or something yeah. to show up. They're they're um, they're, uh, they're they're really 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 um, anxious to get that product, and obviously it it makes them money, so that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, so because there's two more containers coming in today or tomorrow. Tomorrow, and then there's another one or two on Friday. Yeah, but isn't Friday, Friday just too late, right? Can you still get it out to some people? No, no, just to the showroom. Just to the yeah, showroom. Yeah, just showing. I mean, if someone comes in Friday night, you know, or Friday afternoon, like someone local, then they're going to get product. Well, sure. Know? Yeah, if anybody comes here to pick it up, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Tomorrow's going to be a very tough day with two containers in the morning back to back. And then, you you know, if the, uh, then you got the uh, showroom starting to pile up with people. So you got to be in and out of there. Showroom so is be really different. busy. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's tough for you because usually you're out there yeah. with the customers and and, be, and they're used to you yeah. showing them different things. And, and so, you know, <clears throat> you'll, you'll help someone set up a $200 show or a $2,000 show. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. You just like telling them what products to pull. And, like, tomorrow, you know, you're going to be spending probably a good half or two-thirds oh, of the my day God. Yeah. in this warehouse just, just, just unloading containers and putting the stuff away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take away from the floor and yeah. Dino's not here this year. We've, we've, I don't think we've talked about that, but yeah. Dino, Dino's still here, works for Star Fireworks, but he's doing something on his own uh, yeah. for the fourth. So, um, it's kind of, it's been a, it's almost been like a perfect storm of like, you know, you know, you have to, it, it, it wasn't a good year to have to adapt without Dino, but no. I mean, we're doing, doing a good job of it. And, and I think retail wise, it's going, I mean, the retail, the numbers are, are pretty good. Yeah, looking pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah. It's just if, if we had, if you had more product and more, how many wholesale customers would you say are? Oh, I'm disappointed is probably the wrong word because I probably all of them are disappointed because they didn't get everything they wanted. But is there any one of them that are like? Have you heard from any of them that they're just really disgruntled and they're never going to do this again, or, or I mean, they're not going to buy from you anymore? Have you heard anything? Yeah, like that? I heard a couple say that you know, and it really. Um, Breaks my heart because you work really hard um, all year long for these people, and then something like this comes along, and um, it's really out of your control. Yeah, and in this one situation, it was kind of a, a mess up in the office, oh. and that really uh, aggravated me even more. But you know, we I try to make it right, and uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, you gotta look. You know, for so many years, I've gave stellar service to so many people. This is right. a very challenged year, you know, and uh, it was challenging because Dino wasn't here as well. It was challenging with new help. Uh, it's, um, it's a nightmare because the products are just late, so you're trying to hold off shipping to make everybody happy, and then, right. then the trucking companies can't guarantee it. Then the customers get mad. Right. 
you know, there's a lot of things out of our control. So hopefully, uh, you know, time heals all. Hopefully don't forget next year. And, um, you know, they can, you can go somewhere else, but you're, you're not going to experience any better service. I, I don't care what anyone says because. Yeah, the grass is always greener. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm having problem with service, everybody else is too. Right. And, you know. And, yeah, because you're very well organized and you yeah. I, I don't. I can't imagine anyone having as much product as you typically have. And then also, I said, you know, there's other companies who just ship your product. They don't say nothing about what they're short, what they're, you know, what you're not going to get. They just ship it out. And when that truck pulls in and it doesn't have half of your stuff, it's too late, and they don't care. And and you and you pay and you're paying for it. Right. We they just leave it on back order. Yeah, just leave it on back order. But it doesn't say they don't. You have to call them up to reorder it. You know, we leave it on back order. We call the customer up. We send them emails. We're doing all this stuff to try and uh, get them their product. And also, we're trying to do it because I want to sell more product too. You well, know what absolutely. I mean? But That's there's a lot of companies. About. There's a lot of companies that would just ship it out. We don't want to store it. Ship it out. And if it comes in, oh well, call us back. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you could be waiting for a whole truckload, and then the truck gets there, it's only a third full. Well, they didn't call you up at all. So there's a lot of that going around. And, and here, I mean, I screwed myself up a couple times because I could have easily shipped the merchandise out as is. Instead, we waited, and then it didn't come in. They're like, well, just cancel the whole order. So, so you, you waited in hopes of getting yeah. more more product. Yeah, but if I had never, ordered. but if I wouldn't have told the customer, he would have been like, you know, I would have just shipped it on time he would have got it he would have called up and said where's this where's that and say well it wasn't in yet but we couldn't wait to ship it and then he would have maybe said well if i would have known that i would never have shipped it but yeah but you know so i don't want to go that route but here i'm the one that loses the sale in the end well that and that <coughs> excuse me that <coughs> that would cost more because you'd have to pay for shipping twice right well for the customer yeah it would yeah. cost him more right but that's what i mean a lot of but a lot of companies just ship it and bill it and that's it and we don't do that we're like hey you know we're still short cases what do you want us to do and you know by asking all those questions sometimes we end up getting you know we don't sell that product you know yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i guess i mean and i guess you should just leave it up to the customer yeah say hey do you want me to ship what i got or you or You've done that, but there's yeah. other companies that don't do that. They just ship what they got. They just ship what they have, and this that's is, it. This is what we so got. Then if, yeah, but if you run behind in the office, and then the phone call doesn't get made, another day goes by, and yeah. then you know, that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. You know, if it just popped up on your, you know, on your homepage and it says, ship out so-and-so on the 25th, just no matter what. Pull just ship it, it out. Yeah, pull it out, here's the bill lading, and ship it out. But Certainly. because we don't do that, Sometimes it's, you know, we're trying to be better service, but sometimes maybe being too honest is not good either because yeah. you lose the sale. And the order but, is, you yeah. know, 25 pieces, they get yeah. eight, and, yeah. but the, it is what it is, and that's what you get. And, and that's what you get. And if we can fill the rest, we'll send you the rest, but this is what we got for now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so that's going to be worked on for next year. There's going to be a lot more of that. And uh, going forward, there's going to be a lot more of... Uh, you know, before the customer hangs up the phone, what day do you want it on? What day do you want it shipped? What's your you drop know? dead date? Yep. Yeah. And whatever we don't have, we'll, you know, because it's all, the last few years, it's been like that no matter what. The, just the only difference is the last four or five years, we always had something to replace it with. We had right. nothing to replace anything with. Yeah. That's the trouble. So, um, which, 
you know, when they say they're working harder, I'm like, no, you're really easier because you have nothing to even before. I just have to go through the, you know, go through the list and see what you could sub it with. And now there is no list. There's nothing to sub. You just say, nope, sorry. This is it. That's all we yeah. got. So, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, hopefully things get better. We got to get people working again and, and um, get that turnaround time back to 36 hours in Long Beach instead of two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, um, you're, it's, it's gone, I think it's gone smooth, smoothly, it's, it's gone smooth considering the circumstances. I mean, you yes. know, there, there's probably a few rough edges here and there, and then you'll learn from that and you'll make a few changes. But I think one of the keys is, is and you know, you've said this before, is the, the quality of the people you got in the warehouse. Yeah, I mean yeah. they they jumped. I mean those those trucks were empty so fast. Yeah, yeah, no, make your uh, make your head spin. We got video of them emptying the container. It was unbelievable. Yeah, no, those guys are great, and they're really a, a good group of guys. And they're, and they're like I say, they're all my f family and friends, basically. You know, right? And uh, they do a great job. Although we've learned recently, me. you have some favorites. I have favorites. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <coughs> they're not your kids, so that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, no, they do a great job, and uh, and that's the saddest part too. We were equipped to do so much more, and we had nothing to do. I mean, they washed trucks, they washed the driveway off, they did a lot of things, uh, you know, creative things that I said, hey, let's do this just to keep them busy, right? Because I did not want to lay them off and say, well, there's no work, because then next year they can't depend on me to make, you know, right. that many hours. We normally work a lot of hours here, so it's uh, been a great job for all of them, you know. So yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, like we said, it's either this or you start selling coffee in Cabo. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> every time I look at those cameras, I'm thinking to myself, boy, that looks very relaxing. There you go. <laughs> Has, have you talked to any other, like, guys in, in your position in the industry? Are they all having, they're all obviously having the same issues? I mean, yeah, I mean, I got some videos of, like, uh, different competitors' warehouses, and they got nothing in them, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, not much different than this. No. So, I mean, um, we were just very fortunate to have merchandise when most people didn't because most yeah. people were out of merchandise after July. We never I mean, we never stopped after Fourth of July last year. So it was very busy because a lot of people just needed stuff in their stores to keep them open till you know, August, whenever the kids went back to school or September, mm -hmm. you know. So they got wiped out on the third and the fourth. They're calling us up on the fifth and sixth just trying to buy stuff for their stand to keep it open. So we, uh, <clears throat> you know. Um, a little bit of a departure, but um, PGI this year is in, it's in August, right? PGI yeah. is in August. Yeah, August and it's 7th. here in Fargo. Yes. Does this shortage affect PGI at all? The, the, the convention or whatever <clears throat> you would call it? The, well. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a carnival and swap meet and. Yeah. It could hold down. Well, it oh, could affect the, one. Yeah, it could affect the vendors if they don't have product. They're probably not going to set up a booth. They have nothing to sell. Right. Uh, on the flip side, um, there's going to be a lot of people there probably trying to buy as much as they can just to replenish as well. Yeah, because at PGI they sell wholesale basically, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. So um, even when a thing is on your table, it's pretty much a wholesale. And that, you know, that kind of sucks for you, considering it's, I mean, maybe I'm thinking wrongly, but <clears throat> it sucks for you because it's in your backyard, but this is the one year where you don't have a lot of product to sell. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, there's two things. When it's in your own backyard, you get no vacation. 
You know, you're not staying in a hotel. You're, you know, you're here. Yeah, well, yeah, but it doesn't cost much. No, but the problem is you're, you, work <coughs> at, you work at the store all day, and then you go out to the fairgrounds all night. Right. You know, yeah, where yeah, yeah. when you're in a hotel room, you get up late, you know, you might take go a to swim. Applebee's, yeah, go whatever, to Applebee's. Go to Applebee's, whatever. When it's in your own town, I have a business to run, so I'm doing both, you know. Right. So, go to a strip um, club. Yeah, there's no vacation <laughs> here, you know. But, um, but you know, yeah, it, it's... You, you think it'd be a lot easier, but it, it, it honestly isn't because you still have to bring a lot of stuff out to the fairgrounds and, you, and then you keep saying, okay, well, tomorrow I'll pick it up and you just bring it from here. But it's multiple trips. And then what happens also is uh, the last day you're like, you know, you're, you got to bring all this merchandise, you know, so you don't, you know, unless they pick it up the next day, but it's, mm -hmm. it just depends, you know. Right. So sometimes it's just easier to load up a big truck. You got what you got and that's it. Yeah, you look forward to those little here. getaways with the guys. Oh, and yeah. The little yeah, male yeah. bonding. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also a little treat for them, too, you know, because yeah. then we're, you know, when you're at the PGI, you're basically working like four or five hours a night. They got the daytime free and they can go swimming or do whatever mm -hmm. they want, you know, so. Yeah, maybe I'm going to have to come back for that. I don't but, know. Um, so it's going to be a. Is uh, that over the weekend? Time. Yeah, it starts on a, yeah. uh, starts on a Saturday. PGI is always such a pain in the rump because it's you have to be a member well, yeah, and then you have to pay and, and, yeah. and it's like even your workers and stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I love the PGI and they do good things for for fireworks. Yeah, um, and everybody should you know support the PGI, but um, you know, it, it, you know sometimes it's a little. Well, I mean, I, I compare it to NFA and NFA. Yeah. They've always treated us like yeah. like we're. You know, they yeah. never charge me or anything, and, but they know that we're promoting fireworks by doing this, and why shouldn't you? Yeah, and, um, you know, we've always, uh, I mean, uh, the PGI is uh, great for the industry, and it's always been uh, good to see a lot of customers and sell a lot of merchandise for the NFA. We don't really sell too much. No, you just and make the, connections. And the PGI, uh, you know, the shows you see and everything is, is well worth the membership and the, you know, and, and getting in and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I guess. Um, you know, for the real diehard pyro, the PGI is the only thing out there for them, you know. And Whoa, uh, you right. don't take one of those, right? And then, but for the... Uh, my last one. You know, oh, my God. Um, I so got yeah, more in, the, in it's, this warehouse. It's real good for the uh, for the real pyro at heart, you know. Mm -hmm. NFA is more for the business owner, meet the Chinese people a little bit, and, you know, and, uh, you know, try and make some connections without going to China, but... Um, basically, you know, PGI is really the pyro at heart. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, those you know, they have like you know, classes, classes on how to make fireworks, yeah. rocket classes, and, and, and competition. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, really a lot of good things going on. You want to give me a rapper there? No, sure. <laughs> Eating cough drops on a podcast. Well, there you go. I think that's going to be the name of it. Oh boy, one. these cough drops are really nasty. Like. Yeah. Oh, good God. It's not like candy. Well, I was hoping it'd be candy. It's not candy. Yeah. It's a cough drop. It's not um, candy, all right. I'm telling you that. This is candy. And, 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 you know, we mentioned NFA briefly. We, you know, NFA is in Erie, Pennsylvania this year. We're, we'll be there in September. Mm -hmm. uh, we know NFA is going to change, not because of the shortage so much, but just because of COVID and none of the Chinese contingents will be there, correct? Yeah, they're not going to be able to travel here. So um, I don't... I think they can travel here. We just can't go over there. So, but they're not going to go because if they got home, then they have to quarantine for like 21 days or something. So you've talked to all your Chinese contacts, and they say yeah. they're not coming. Yeah. No, nope, not coming. But over. it's still probably worthwhile to go to NFA. We have to support NFA because oh, yeah, they've I been without wait. a source of income for over a year. Yeah. And uh, and speaking of NFA, there was a very good safety video Steve Hauser did and the NFA did 
and he's with a politician here, and I've, the name escapes me. But um, anyway, um, it's it's a very good video, so I you know, recommend you go on their um, on their website and you watch it. Mm -hmm. okay. So, and um, you know, it's it's part of uh, what the NFA does, and, and they they you know they help people um, in the fireworks industry, and obviously we want everyone to be safe and you know use the fireworks the way they're meant to be used and and that's what they they really stress it's like the seven safety tips or whatever i i don't have it queued up and we have really i could try and find it but we have bad well it's, it's uh, better do that than what this company here did you know like getting a like watch your neighbor hotline or something and getting everybody in trouble i couldn't believe a fireworks company would actually promote that yeah well let's do a little, let's, okay so we'll go to that let's go to a little news all right Get your news, get your fireworks news here. Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker hot off the press. Fireworks news from all across the world. And so what you were pointing to was TNT fireworks. TNT, there he is. This yeah. is from Echo Watch. Um, the headline reads, 4th of July fireworks banned in several cities across U.S. West wildfires. I guess there's a drought. Yes, a huge drought, even yeah. out here. Yep. Mm -hmm. Due to the extreme conditions, lighting fireworks at home could create a tinderbox-like situation, according to The Guardian. On Monday, Portland saw its hottest temperatures yet, a record of 116 degrees. The fire department issued a ban on fireworks. In addition to Portland, Tualatin and Bend have also prohibited fireworks through July 9th. Well, there's really no point after July 4th, right? Yeah, yeah. Despite the ban, Bend has two public fireworks shows scheduled. In Bend, violators, violators can face up to a $750 fine. Um, this is, these, uh, these rules were officially unanimously passed on the fireworks. If you don't take this proactive step now, I fear the consequences could be devastating, the Portland fire chief said in a statement. Um, so we got all this going on with COVID and shortages, and now we have to deal with a drought. Yeah, they got bans. We've closed a couple locations ourselves, you know. Have you? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where? Uh, Bismarck is closed. Bismarck is closed. They just won't let you? Uh... Yeah, there's a burn ban there, so you can't have fireworks. Wow. No. When's the last time, can you remember, there was a burn ban? Um, you know, we've been closed very uh, several times, but we never get it. It never seems to affect us here in Fargo as much as it does out west. But um, we've been close a couple times. That would be really bad. Yeah. yeah. What do they do? They just don't let you open. They don't let you open, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's probably bad. Yeah, we, we shouldn't even talk about that. I yeah. feel like we could, uh, yeah, with, we could jinx it. When you say to yourself, how much worse could it get? It always seems to get worse, so I can't say that anymore. Yeah. Here's something. Um, fireworks, and this I would have never in a million years thought this would happen, but... Fireworks-related injuries and deaths jumped during the pandemic. I don't... So, fireworks-related injuries and deaths in the United States jumped in 2020 compared with the previous year, according to a report that cites the pandemic as a likely factor in the increase. Well, and it's not much. 18 people died in 2020 after episodes that involved fireworks compared with 12 people the previous year. A 50% increase, according to the report. But, I mean, there could have been three people all killed in one incident. Well, we don't know the facts. First of all, it. there was 100% more fireworks 
probably sold last yeah, year. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, see. So you got 100% more fireworks being sold last year, and you had what uh, six more people. So yeah. you had about uh, well, 20. The, well, they're funny. They say 50%. It was 50% more, but it's only six. It's only six. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know. you know what they didn't. What they don't tell you is there was like 37 people who commit suicide because a, of like COVID. A, like a month, yeah. daily. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, 18. The number of injuries last year was the highest since at least 2001, the earliest year for which data are available on the agency's website. Patty Davis, a spokesman for the Consumer Product Safety Commission, said it was difficult to pinpoint an exact reason for the increase, but said it was most likely tied to the pandemic. It took you 30 seconds, uh, not even, it took you four seconds to say, well, we sold more fireworks last year. They, they probably did a <laughs> study on that for like a month. It cost millions and of dollars. Millions oh, of yeah. dollars, and they're sitting yeah. there scratching their head. I just yeah. don't understand why. And yeah. then they're gonna, and then, and then that other company that we just had on there, they're gonna say, "Well, it's because you should outlaw this, you should outlaw that." So they're gonna blame whatever they yeah. want, you know. Yeah, Ma uh, many cities, many cities canceled July Fourth public fireworks displays during the COVID pandemic, and this may have spurred consumers to use fireworks in their own backyards. Well, yeah, uh, that's so what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, the kids are the ones that we see frequently injured statistically. Well. I blame the parents. You shouldn't. I, I've, I blew off fireworks my entire life from the time I can remember. You know, now I don't do it so much more. We just let the Labradors do it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to really go out there and do it. I don't think, you know, I don't need to bend down and, and light stuff. <laughs> so, but, but I was never out of adult supervision and I was, you know. Yes, I don't know. Uh, the, let's see. Uh, the biggest increase in injuries was among those 20 to 40, 24 year olds. They counted for about 50 episodes in 2019, but about 400 in 2020, a 700% increase. Mm. So for some in New York City where fireworks are illegal to buy, sell, or ignite, setting off colorful and loud explosions in the wee hours of the morning last year was an escape from the weariness and boredom that came with staying at home. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I say, there's a lot more fireworks sold, mainly because people say, we well, can't go to a town show, we'll just do a little bit of something in the backyard, which I predicted, as you remember, last year. Yeah, you did. And it, and it came out exactly the way I said it would. It was going to be a banner year because people want to celebrate their freedom, and they're just cooped up. They want to celebrate getting together with their family, friends. Even if it's six feet apart, they didn't care. Let's just light off some fireworks and have some fun. Right. So, yeah. And, uh, of course, with... That many more fireworks being sold to a lot of people who haven't played with fireworks is going to create more injuries. Right. Again, though, I blame the parents if the kids yeah. are getting hurt. Right? I mean, you got to have adult supervision. Yep. All right. Let's do a judge, John. Oh, I love the judge. Fireworks judge. I love this music. I mean, I just put this. Yeah. Next, next time I Johnny drive Star, the fireworks to judge. <laughs> Los Angeles officials holding fireworks buyback program. No questions asked. The pyro is now entering the court. Don't get me started with Los Angeles. So explain <laughs> this buyback program to me. Los Angeles will host its first fireworks buyback program Wednesday, modeled after its gun buyback program. Like fireworks are as bad as guns. In an effort to reduce illegal fireworks during the 4th of July weekend, particularly in the northeast San Fernando Valley. Um, yes, uh, people can anonymously... Surrender their fireworks from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Wednesday at the Brand Park parking lot located in, in, in Mission Hills. Through sponsorship from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Food for Less, Target, and NBC Universal, the city will compensate participants 
With tickets and gifts, Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore said the value will be determined on site and people are asked to transport the fireworks in the trunk of their vehicle. Um, Moore told the city's police commission Tuesday that with most major fireworks shows canceled last year due to COVID, the agency saw a 70% increase in calls for illegal fireworks reaching about 6,000. So, um, I mean, would you? I mean, would you let people off the hook for this? Would they, if they okay, so their let, fireworks? Me, let me get this straight. I like to see a guy come in with like a big display, you know, class B stuff. You're gonna buy. Okay, you're you're gonna go out and buy these fireworks. Okay. You bought them last year, supposedly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, guns sometimes, you know, like someone happens to your family, they leave you guns and you don't yeah. know what to do with it, yeah. something like that. I know okay. that all too well. But yeah. here we go. We got, you, you went out and you bought these fireworks, maybe the year before. Yeah. Okay. And now you're going to bring them to this, you're going to trans, you're going to put this in your car, which, you know, that's a DOT issue right there. <laughs> well, I'm sure, you know, that, that'll be, yeah. a, that'll be my luck. You get pulled over trying to, you know, surrender I'm your fireworks. I'm doing the right thing, yeah. officer. I'm doing the yeah. right thing. So they want you to go there and they want you to surrender your fire. And they're going to pay you for this with little trinkets or gifts uh, or something. Tickets to a Dodgers game. Something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question is, wouldn't you just rather give them the fireworks once they come to your house and, you know, catch you when you're lighting them off. You're going to don't, I mean, you're going to give them away anyways at that point. Well, right. And that's always been the knock when they say the police come and they steal, they take your fireworks away, that they just go home and take it home and use it themselves anyway. Yeah, especially in the, the town we lived in. You know, that was, yeah. 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 So, so basically, I wouldn't, I would not trade my fireworks in. I would just hold them, light them, and at night, and then when the police came, I would say, well, I was, you know, I didn't want to, Drive all the way to your place. I was waiting for you to come here. All right. When you're not a sports fan, so Dodgers tickets wouldn't entice you to do much, what would it take to get you to surrender your, say it's the 4th of July, you're not Johnny Star fireworks guy, you're just Johnny Star barbecue guy, you invite some people over, you got a stash of fireworks you paid, you know, <clears throat> yeah. 500 bucks for it. What would it take for you to hand over those fireworks, un, you know, unsolicited, say, here, take my fireworks, now give me my what? What would it take? Oh, for me? Yeah. You better reduce my taxes. Yeah, for a long time. <laughs> yeah, reduce my property tax. No, you know, you know what? You don't even have to reduce my property tax. Well, you know what you have to do? You have to change the property tax rule. So yeah. a guy with five kids pays more in taxes than a guy with zero kids. You know, forget the home values. No, you got five kids in public school, five kids, you know, garbage, you know, all that stuff. So reduce right. my taxes. That'd be the thing. Yeah. Let my fireworks reduce my taxes. I mean, and this this story, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of things that they, they, they could do, but I think a Dodgers game. What you know, I pay five hundred dollars and give me uh, give me nosebleed tickets right. to a Dodgers right, game, right. and they're gonna lose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this one just, you know, this one this story got me because they're they're basically implying that fireworks are as bad as guns because you know they're saying the gun buyback program was successful, but I don't see people. Re surrendering their guns for a Dodger ticket to you? No, I mean, like I said, I could see some people come in these guns and like, oh my God, I don't want this. They're deadly against guns, whatever like that. But nobody buying fireworks is going to return fireworks. Yeah. Now, if somebody left you fireworks, like my friend died and left me fireworks, and I didn't like them, I would, uh, I, I guess, fine, <clears throat> you know, but... <clears throat> and what do they do with all that? They just, they'll just burn them? They'll, they'll destroy them? They'll probably destroy them and then, you know, probably not in the right way. And then they'll start more fires and then they'll be more, uh, you know, then they'll be blaming it on somebody else. <laughs> oh. But, you know, you got to understand, 
I mean, I don't know what happened to that state. California? It's up. Yeah, it's messed up. I mean, you know, like I said, 45 years, elevator doors open, I get on the elevator. That's a natural thing. Doors open, you get, get in on. the elevator, yes. You know, I get on the elevator, a lady jumps at me and says, get on, you can't get on my elevator. And I said, lady, this is not your elevator, it's the Intercontinental's elevator. You stand on your two feet and I'll stand on mine. And she just jumps off the elevator like I had the plague, yeah. you know. And, but here's what I think about California. I think they spent so much money on those designer masks because they got Chanel, Gucci. Well, they have a lot of designer masks. Oh, we were my out God, there all of them. I think they spent so much money, it became a fashion statement. And let me tell you, Ron, some of those women, they look better with a mask on. So I think, <laughs> I th I think that they got so used to it that they don't want it to go. Oh, yeah, well, they really don't want it to die. You know. I listen to a podcast, Adam Carolla. I mean, he comes from California. He, he's in California. And he's pretty, pretty right-wing. And he complains all the time about the taxes in California. And he said, you know, he's like, it's especially frustrating when it's raining out and you're driving down the highway and they're watering the grass, you know, on the side of the highway. Like, anybody, you know, it takes two seconds to turn the water off, but yeah. they're watering grass while it's raining. The, the, the waste, the amount of waste that some of no. these states must go through is unbelievable. And look at a homeless population. Oh, the homeless is population's horrible. ridiculous, you know. And they talk about, I've never been in California, the weather's been good. Yeah, I've only been to California once a long time ago. You so. know, my friend is uh, uh anchor on K-I-N-O-N News in, um, in really? California. Yeah. You have a newscaster friend? Oh, yeah. You can wow. watch him right now if you want. I, and, uh, I, I, yeah. I did not know this about you. Real nice guy. Well, you and, got uh, like a secret life I don't know about. Well, he's a good friend. And, okay. you know, and sometimes I'll tune in to his news station just in the morning because he's on at 5 a.m., which is, mm -hmm. you know, which is, or he's on at... He's on at 7, was it, uh, 5.30, so 7.30 our time, you know. Right. So, anyways, I'll tune in, and the weather report, you know, like today I just tuned in just to see what was going on, you know. And it was like 65 and 68 and cloudy and all that, and it's like, the weather's not that great. I've always been in California. I'm freezing to death all the time. Maybe because I think I'm going to California. I don't dress properly. Maybe. So, you know, when I left November 10th, I was freezing in San Diego. They were, they were once again banning outdoor dining i mean uh out indoor dining i'm like i gotta get out i mean i'm gonna freeze i'm catching pneumonia here trying to eat a dinner i mean it's just right. crazy yeah but that whole california i don't see what the big attraction is well i mean the weather but you're saying the weather's, the not, weather's good. not all that great i mean you well know, it, it doesn't get cold like it certainly like it does here in fargo no, not like Fargo, but 40 degrees in the wintertime, and then 115 in the summertime is nothing, nothing yeah, that's true. to brag about either. The homeless can, uh, but the homeless is supposed is to be brutal. unbearable. And the neighborhoods are just unbelievable. I mean, if you would have saw the, and I stay at a very nice hotel there, I was even shocked of the people I saw there. It was just, it was, it was almost scary. Where would hotel you stay at? Waldorf? Intercontinental. No. In, uh, oh, LA. That's yeah, that's my favorite. And uh, did the lady was the lady by herself in the yes. elevator? So now it's you know one each. It's what? And you know she's on one side, I'm on the other side, and she just storms off. Yeah. And and it's a way they talk to you like they own the place, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And um, and we know you. Yeah, you don't go for that. No, right? no, I you, don't you, go for you, that. You, Owen Wilson was on your beach. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when the, when the elevator doors were closed, I said bye bye because I mean, what, you know. One guy was in my building, 
I'm walking down the hallway. And he was a rather large guy. He basically, you know, put his hands out, flat against a wall and his belly into the wall, trying to, like, smash himself into the wall as I walked by him. This was, like, during COVID? So yeah. He didn't want you to breathe on him? Yes. And Did he have a mask on? He had a mask on. But you did not? No, I did not. Because I have, you know, I always say I have 2,850 reasons a month why I don't have to wear a mask in my building. That's the cost of your rent, obviously. Yes. So, okay. anyways, I said, I said, I would like to just give you a hug. Because <laughs> the guy needed <coughs> something. If you're that worried about, if you're that worried about living, then you really, you're not living like that. You should you get know. him together with the chick on the elevator. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would have been... It, and that's how it there'd was. No, and that's how it was all over California. There'd be no like you know. fooling around in that yeah. elevator. And that's why I really laugh, like in Mexico, and I really laugh, like in California, especially this last time, because you know I met some uh, crazy people, and they and you know they exhumed wealth. I mean, they had more wealth on them and in, in their in their jewelry and everything else, and then. You know, they tried to tell me they were a, uh, first it was a financial planner, <laughs> and then it was he makes most of his money playing street craps, and he didn't know that the six or, you know, he, he thought the seven came in more times than all the other numbers. So, all right. after I proved that theory wrong. Um, well, the seven does come, the, the odds of the seven coming up is greater than any other number. Not the six, seven, and eight, it's all the same. No, the seven is more. No, it's not. It's the same. <laughs> no, just... the seven can come in more than the six. How, how can it? It comes in three ways. The so seven, it... four, three, five, two, six, one. Okay, and then the six and the eight come in the same thing. Four six. and four, six and two, five and three. Four. Okay. All right. I guess I'm gonna, right. You know, this is good. I'm going to have Paul listen to this. <laughs> I'm gonna have Paul listen to this episode. I, I always thought that crafts yeah, seven okay. was the most. But you don't. But you're not saying you're making a living playing crafts. Well, hell no. <laughs> okay, so this guy's. Although I'm going to Vegas on Monday. Yeah, so well, you might not want to play that I, game. I love crafts, so I bet okay. I bet the comeback. So this guy, um, <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> so this guy is this guy is is telling me about crafts when obviously he doesn't even know he doesn't even know he's like you he doesn't even know the you six know, seven eight. You know, it would more. really screw me up if I played crafts with pesos. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be great. So anyways, I, you know, and I have to love how they're all suited up with this, with these masks and everything. And I'm like, you're a drug dealer. Your life expectancy is 34. I mean, right, right, you're right. worried about COVID? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, I think the the big Chevy Impala with five angry dudes with, right. with AR in them, I think that's a little more, I think I need to worry about that a little bit more than my mask. Well, right. That's why they don't wear a mask in that uh, <coughs> in that bar you you started going to in Cabo. What was that? The no, in Singapore. No, in Cabo. The oh, the, the old one. The cartel uh, bar. The cartel bar. Yeah, well, they got the, the strip yeah. club. Yeah. Um, oh my God, La Montana. Yeah, La Montana. Yeah, La Montana. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to wear masks. They like to no, see their they're, enemy. They're like, yeah, they're on borrowed time as it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're absolutely. just trying to have a good time before for the whole place gets shot well, up. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. We, enjoy this, the next drink you have. Maybe may your, your last. Yeah. Right, and the next drink you turn down may be your last. John, <laughs> I got a happy story for you. That's good. I love happiness. Cat Ahula, I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, a South Carolina, that's a name of a lab, a dog. Okay. A South Carolina couple was surprised this week after their ringing doorbell wasn't a visitor or a delivery, but instead it was their missing dog. Oh, wow. Um, these, these folks um, said their lab, Catahoula, 
a leopard dog mix named Raj. Oh, wait. Is there a lab cat? Oh, that's the name of a dog, Lab Catahoula? Never heard of it. Leopard dog mix named Raja. Raja. The dog's name is Raja. Was mm. spooked by nearby fireworks while playing outside of their home on Sunday. According to multiple reports, the couple said Raja jumped over the fence and ran. Um, they me- immediately began sharing photos of the dog on social media and the area in Green- Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, she, the, the, fan, the folks told the, the news that they were freaking out and felt really helpless. Um, they walked for miles in search of poor Raja yeah. uh, before staying awake late on Sunday night waiting for the dog. Kept hoping I would find her on the side of the road. Well, you don't really want to find yeah, your dog, on the, find dog no. on the side of the road. Yeah, no. that, that can't be good. No, that's no. not a good oh. sight. Then approximately 3 a.m. on Monday, he heard scratching outside and the doorbell ringing. The dog was just sitting there. A ring camera outside of the home captured video of the dog leaping up to the door. So there's a good story. The he dog, rang the doorbell. He rang the doorbell. The dog got afraid of the fireworks, like dogs will do. But then so, he came so back. So could I, in, in, in that... See, a joke just came to my mind. All right, what's your joke? Okay, so a woman plays an ad. She says, I'm looking for the perfect guy. I don't want a guy that will beat me. I don't want a guy that will run from me. And I want a guy that will make passionate love to me all night long. Okay. So all of a sudden, the doorbell rings. She opens the door. Nothing. She looks down. There's this guy with no legs and no arms. Okay. And she says... What, what are you doing here? He says, well, I'm answering your ad. You want a guy that won't beat you. I have no arms. I could never hit you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to run from you. I have no legs. And she said, yes. And I also said, make passionate love to me. He says, I rang the doorbell, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, so when Raja hit the doorbell, I thought of that. See, that's how my brain triggers, you know. So that's a happy story, too. I'm, I'm imagining Raja hit the doorbell with his nose. Well, I, I think it was just an accident, you know, one of them things like... He was just jumping up. Yeah, he was just jumping up to get in the door, and yeah. then, you know... Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I'm not going to read this story, but I'm just... This is another one of those where the headline, and it, it, it lumps fireworks and everything. Look at this one. Pyro, chainsaws, and fireworks post-goal stunts at football. This is a soccer celebration or something, but... You know, fireworks and chainsaws, those are mm. equally as, as damaging. Yeah. You see the length know. of that chainsaw? My God, that, that blade is like, that's got to be like a 60-inch chainsaw. Well, he's got to cut that big, huge log. Yeah, no, I, I know that. It's like yeah. incredible. Taylor yeah. Swift, huh? Let's, yeah, wait, hold on. Had. Yeah, we got, oh, wait. Well, I was backstage at her concert. Come on. Was that, were you with the guy of that from NBC News or whatever, no, no, your buddy? No. no, that was uh, many years ago here in Fargo uh, when she played at, uh, when he said the Wii Fest. I had a story. Wait, here, hold on. There was another story here. I wanted to read to you. Maybe I lost it. Oh, here it is. Here's a Fargo story. Uh, West Fargo, North Dakota. A local animal rescue is asking for your help tonight after they say a man released nearly 100 parakeets in Moorhead this week. Have you seen any parakeets while you're driving to work with them? No, no. Rescuers say that the, that the birds aren't captured soon. They will likely die. Well, of course they will. Um, 21 budgies, also known as parakeets, are as well as unknown amount of newly hatched baby budgies. So did you know a budgie was a different name for a parakeet? No, I never heard that before. Mm. My my grandma's parakeet was Billy Boy. Why 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 would a why would a guy have hundreds of parakeets? Do you think? And why would he release them all? Yeah, I don't know. But they will eat. They will get eaten up. 
alive. Yeah. I mean, you know, they'll get eaten up by, uh, you know, by other birds, I guess. Other birds just don't like them because they're colored. They're too colorful. They're too pretty. They're saying here you can catch one if you, you know, put a towel or a butterfly net over them. Uh, parking lots, backyard driveways, they just come down to an open area and usually are relatively easy to spot because of their bright colors. Yeah. They're going to keep coming back in the same area as food, so that'll usually... So what I'll usually do is, is if there's sighting of one, I'll have some food out. But why would you even want to catch them? The rescue will hold up and will hold until the birds for 30 days until they put them up for adoption. So they're yeah. gonna, I mean, that's parakeets. You know, the the neon nice thing about a parakeet, if you lose one, you can just go buy another one. It looks exactly yeah, like and, it. And, and they don't really know anything, you know. No, 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 no. So, all right, one more thing here, John, and then we can get out of here. Another one of these fireworks quotes. All right. I got two of them here. All right. So you were backstage at a Taylor Swift concert? Yeah, when she first up. Oh. How did that happen? Uh, I was at Wee Fest here many years ago. We had backstage passes, and I got to see and meet Taylor Swift, and it was, uh, and that was when she just uh, become popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so you know who this fun. guy is? Uh, Chris Isaac. Yeah, he's the. He's got one really famous song. Oh, what is, what is it? Uh, I can't sing it. Uh, it's a good song though. Uh, he's. A, I know that in the name. I yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. He's he's a singer as well. So you got Taylor Swift and Chris Isaac. I have two quotes. Uh, about fireworks, mm -hmm. and let's see if you can pick which one did, which one said which. At first, I thought this would be easy, but then after I looked at it for a while, maybe not. So, uh, first quote about fireworks is, I'm captivated by you, baby, like a fireworks show. That's it. Mm -hmm. Second quote, I blow up fireworks all the time, and I love making milkshakes and banana splits. I don't know what, but, but that's a nice headline. Fireworks, milkshakes, and banana yeah, splits. Yeah, chainsaws. Not chainsaws and, and, and or, guns. Or the... Guns, drugs, yeah. and he had a load of fireworks. And then he had a load. Now, you know, I want to see that headline. Yeah. Fireworks, milkshakes, and banana splits. Now, the girl who made the song, um, Fireworks. That, that was Katy Perry. Katy Perry, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I'm captivated by you, baby, like a fireworks show. Now, I would, you know, once again, I think you give me way too many hints. So I would normally think the guy that says, I blow up fireworks all the time. I love making milkshakes and banana splits. I would think it would be Chris Isaac. But I actually think it might be Taylor Swift because um, men really don't like to make milkshakes. We like to drink them, you know. So <laughs> This is true. And then, you know, and then <coughs> I can see a guy saying, I'm captivated by you, baby, like a fireworks show. Yeah, they so could. I could see uh, Chris Isaac saying that. But I believe that it would be the girl making the milkshakes. You know how girls, uh, they get, they just, I feel like ice cream, and they just make this whole banana split, sit in their sweatpants and watch TV. So I'm thinking Taylor Swift. You're thinking Taylor Swift. Yeah, did the did the milkshakes. You know what I got to say about that? <laughs> You're wrong. I'm wrong. Chris really? Isaac said, I blow up fireworks all the time, and I love making milkshakes and banana splits. No, and that's the way I was going to go, but I thought, uh, I, I, At that time, I you gave you a little me. A you misdirection. Me. Misdirection. I'm like a ninja. I mis misdirected you. You misdirected me. Oh, man. Well, well I, I have no more stories. Anything you want to talk about before we... We're going to do one more on the 4th. Yep. And then we'll... And then we're going to see where the, where the chips fall down now. We're going to see how busy it really gets. We'll see how the numbers come in. Well, if you... I mean, the last time see the 4th... Last time the 4th was on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. was in 2010. And, <coughs> you know, by all accounts, 
so far we're you know well ahead of pace of 2010. 2010. But you know again it's not really adjusted for inflation or anything like that. But a dollar is a dollar. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, uh, it, it, you know it's uh, it'll it'll be it'll be an interesting be it's interesting. An interesting year and uh, even the year is interesting obviously. But what's more interesting is that is is how we're going to rebound from this and how you'll react next year in the in this upcoming year because you're still going to have a ton of containers coming in oh, the yeah. next time like you know will you have a lot of containers in before pgi well we got two tomorrow yeah we'll have about 12 15 in before pgi really that's yeah. why i estimate the the glut of fireworks on the on the in the market will be huge next year is pyro slug coming in yes oh it's coming in. Are you you gonna have to save me a I'll box, please. I'll save you one. You save me a box. I'm up to you wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it wholesale for you. Well, it's uh, midnight. Yeah, midnight at the, the Oasis. 30th, so we're gonna head out of here. We're gonna do one more on the fourth. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Chase and Clay are are excited about the challenge. Yes, they are. Yeah, They're we, um, we have the fireworks challenge coming up. So. We're going to try and live stream on the 4th. We're going to show the uh, Star Fireworks um, employee fireworks show that you always have. It's a good idea, I thought. Yeah. So we'll do that. Somebody come in it. Oh, no, I thought so. I, heard, I saw you look over there, so no, I thought no. it was someone. <coughs> I was looking at the camera to make sure oh, it's still on. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, it's on. I see the red light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we got a lot of more unboxings coming up. And... Um, yeah, I think the uh, the fireworks challenge should be fun. Yeah, should be interesting. Clay and Chase are looking forward to it, so we got that coming up, and uh, we have to go back to the warehouse. You have to go back. To I gotta go back to the warehouse and get to work and uh, turn right. on my microphone and see what the little Labradors didn't do. All right, till next time. Till next time. Talk to you later.